1: We'll be right back.
0: Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Cats at Night on 77 W.A.B.C.
1: Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show on the line for us right now. We have the Attorney General of Virginia. We have Jason Miarez, and he's got a plan in place on how to combat all of these Soros elected district attorneys. Welcome, Attorney General Miarez.
0: Great to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. It's a joy. You were part of the victory, the big victory they had in Virginia this year. Tell us about that big victory. Well, I mean, I think what you saw with myself and Governor Glenn Youngkin and, and my running mate, Winston Sears, our great lieutenant governor, is we really, we really ran on a couple of different major issues. We, we had a far left liberal monopoly in, in Virginia the last two years prior to our election that had really taken Virginia in this far, far left leftward lurch. And I like to say Virginia is not a red state or a blue state. It's a common sense state. And one of those big issues that we saw as well was what was happening, not just in Richmond at the state level with our governor, with this parole board scandal where they're letting out cop killers and murderers and rapists out, sometimes with decades on their sentence without even notifying the victims. But we saw a lot of these local elected DAs, these far left for quote unquote progressive prosecutors that got elected. And it was this collective kind of criminal first victim last mindset that had caused Virginia's murder rate to skyrocket in over the highest had been in two decades. So I'd say jobs, public safety, then finally parental empowerment was such a big issue. We saw what was going on with our schools. And so those three issues really created this great desire for change in Virginia. I was glad to be part of that team, uh, Glad, honored to be the 48th Attorney General of Virginia and, and right now really focusing on that public safety element. I'm trying to make sure Virginians feel safe again. And some of that starts with making sure these DAs are put on notice and being held accountable.
1: How are you going to uh, – it's Judge Richard Weinberg, General. How are you going to organize your group of amongst uh, the attorneys general to make sure that there's a countervailing force against Soros' influence and his money?
0: Well, you know, I, I had a great conversation with David Bello, who's the chairman of GOPAC. And, and we came up with the idea of a, of a new group called Protecting Americans uh, Action Fund. Funds, Protecting Americans Action Fund. And what it's going to be is it's really going to be focusing on our DA races around the country. Um, Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall used to be an Alabama prosecutor and George A.G. Chris Carr also on the board. But we're going to collectively focus on these DA races, which oftentimes are ignored. But what happens is Soros has put in about $30 million of money in these DA races around the country. He wisely realized, listen, I don't need to control Get progressive control over a state house or a state center, or the governor's mansion. I can literally get, uh, with a small amount of money dropped into a race, I can get a local DA who just suddenly decides listen, we're not going to prosecute, say, armed robbery, or we're just going to refuse to prosecute uh, grand larceny or petty larceny. And that's why we're seeing cases of, say, organized retail crime threats skyrocket around the country. And for people to think, well, you know what, that doesn't affect me. The fact that these videos of individuals going into retail shops or Walgreens and they're cleaning out the shelves doesn't affect me. Yes, it does, because what that means is that is a hidden tax on the law break, on the law abiding. And the people that should be feel fearful are the law breaking, not the law abiding. Anytime these stores suffer these massive, massive retail losses, they pass them on to to the law breaking. The people that are doing it the right way, we want to put a stop to that and get some smart, common sense DAs elected in these areas that too often get ignored. General, it's Tony Carbonetti. Now, you know, here in New York, uh, the district attorneys locally are elected but ultimately answerable to the governor. And when they choose not to prosecute certain crimes, it's my belief in most people here at WABC and most people in New York City that they should be held accountable and either removed or a special prosecutor should be put in place for those crimes they've decided they're not going to prosecute. Um, how can you put pressure on those governors to 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 make the DAs prosecute? Well, I think a lot of it is just raising the stakes and raising awareness. Uh, I think you have these horror stories around the country that oftentimes the the media ignores them uh, because you know, candidly they step back and they don't have a problem with the criminal first, victim last mindset in our criminal justice system. But sometimes it gets so great that the media has to pay attention. We had a situation in in Fairfax County with one of these progressive prosecutors where you had this monster of a human being that had repeatedly raped over the course of a year a five-year-old child and over the objection of the family of the victim had reached a plea deal. The person was eligible for a life sentence under Virginia sentencing guidelines and he thought a life sentence for repeated child rapist was too harsh. So what he did is he dropped some of the harshest harshest, uh, criminal charges reach the plea deal, which this perpetrator is going to be eligible for parole in just 10 years under this plea deal. Uh, That is the reality of the type of criminal first victim last mindset that I don't care where you live, I don't care if you live in a blue state or a red state, you find that abhorrent. So part of the Protecting America's Action Fund's goal is to both raise awareness of these issues, because these are common sense issues that 80, 90 percent of I think Americans are recoil at, race raising awareness, putting pressure on our governors, but also Raising the money to help elect common sense DAs. There's something and else push back on some of these far left progressive. There's
1: progressive something else left. you can do, and you have to go state by state on this, general. Which is in New York, we have state law which allows the governor to supersede the local prosecutor. So any state that doesn't have that law, your state legislature can amend the law to put that provision in, giving the governor the power to supersede the local prosecutor. Well, here in New York City, we have Mayor Eric Adams uh, this morning. Listen to what he said. So we had a very, I don't know if you heard about this attack and everybody's talking about it, the feces attack. This guy, he also had a hate crime against him, 44 arrests, and they just let him go. And our own mayor is extremely frustrated. Just take a listen. I want to get your take on this.
0: Well, they were not uh, correct in the situation with the feces thrown in the face of the victim. Uh, They could have done more. And that's why it's important to bring our judges into this conversation so they're clear on
1: what their powers are. So also, judges play a component. How can we combat that as well? Because I feel like there's so many, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, you have a huge problem with also... Far left judges that have gotten on. And it's amazing when you hear the term social justice. The term social justice, I think, I want to take back the term justice because that's not justice for the victim, right. but the justice for the victim that suddenly has had their life turned upside down only because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And so getting the right justice uh, judges on the bench are just almost as a critical, if not more critical, than getting the right DAs as well and raising those awareness of those issues. But listen, I mean, we saw that here. We saw tragically a case of Carla Dominguez where an individual that had broken in and attempted to rape the beautiful uh, young woman, Carla Dominguez. Uh, the judges decided to let him out on bond, but not even so much as ankle bracelet. And as soon as he got out, monitoring bracelet, as soon as he got out, he broke right back into the same apartment in Alexandria and he walked in and he murdered her in her living room. I mean, you see these uh. cases, these individuals that have these rap sheets that have, should have never, ever, ever, ever gotten close to another victim ever again and people are putting their hands up and saying, you know what this is not common sense this is going too much too far too soon let's get some balance right now in our criminal justice system <clears throat> because anybody's been a prosecutor i've been a prosecutor in virginia will tell you the vast 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 majority of violent crimes done by repeat offenders if you want to lower gun violence you want to lower crime you go after those repeat offenders you get them off our street and the idea that you could just wish them away and, and wish and, and just pretend like they don't, that these individuals, you can put them back on the street, they're not going to commit more crimes. It's just wishful thinking. And we need some real talk, some real vision, and some real leadership in a lot of these areas. And uh, I'm glad to see that your mayor is is, is holding an account, but it's going to be a lot more than just the mayor. He needs help from all the them. He needs well. help from a lot of people. Yeah. And we're going to call you the yeah. anti-Soros candidate, or you're the anti-Soros person, and, and you wage the war, and everybody will help you.
1: T- All right. Tell us about your website, that. Attorney Attorney General Miarez.
0: Well, it's Protecting Americans Action Fund. You could Google it. Uh, I think it is live now. We're going to be doing the official 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 launch um, coming up uh, rather soon. But uh, we're already looking at what most people don't realize is not just we have this sense that a lot of these progressive prosecutors have been elected in urban areas. That's not the case. Uh, a lot of them have been elected in suburban areas as well. We Loudoun County, which made national news for all the wrong reasons this past year, they got one of these Soros prosecutors who actually is now requiring the victims of domestic violence to meet with their abusers because she was quoted as saying that she didn't view these as criminal justice cases. And so, uh, there's something absolutely monstrous about the idea that if you're the victim of a domestic violence, you have to meet with your abuser uh, to try to counsel it out. But we are looking at a lot of these DA cases. These progressive prosecutors in suburbs and exurbs as well. We're going to look at a national map. There's a lot of them on the on the uh, cycle this year in 2022 that we're hoping to play and, in. And, General, get a short name for the PAC so people can remember it. <laughs> P-A-A-F, PAC. How about that? Okay. I think Americans Action Fund or P A F. Okay. We'll remember that one. And uh, thank you so All much. Right. And uh, we're, we're fighting on your side. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. And when
1: we come back, Gordon <clears throat> Chang. Is there a break? Yeah. Well, yeah, we go and we're breaking Gordon Chang when we come back.